Previously on the Fire Insurance Series. What can be insured under a fire insurance policy? What can be insured under a fire insurance policy is any asset that is tangible. And so any intangible asset cannot be insured under a fire insurance policy. Okay. And by a tangible asset, what we mean is an asset you can feel, see, and touch. Okay. And any asset or property that cannot move on its own transmission. In this episode, Isaac engages Solomon on the basis for the sum insured for an item to be insured under a fire insurance policy. He also discussed why it is important to insure at the right amount. Now let's look at, um, after identifying what we can insure, let's look at the values to put on the property we want to insure. What is the requirement or what is, what is, what is the right thing to do? This is a very interesting and a very controversial issue, especially when it comes to values that need to be used for fire insurance. Okay. But what, do I, what I would advise is that if you are insuring a property for fire insurance, mm-hmm. ask yourself what will be the value or the amount needed to replace this property. Okay. Should it be lost? Okay. Or damaged. And so if it is a building, you would have to get help to value the property so that okay. you know the cost of rebuilding or putting back the house. Should there be a collapse or should there be a serious fire that would need the building to be reinstated? If it is any other property, you need to find out the cost of replacement okay. so that you use that as the value for the insurance. If there are stocks if you're a wholesaler, you should use the wholesale price mm. because the purpose of insurance is to put you back to your financial position just before the loss. So don't add your profits. Yes, so you don't add your profit. So you ask yourself, the time the goods were in my warehouse that, has, that hasn't been bought, how much will it cost? And these are the values that you would have to use for the insurance. If you're a retailer, you use the retail price without your margin. Okay. For the insurance. Okay. And so the value that should inform you for the insurance should be the value that will be adequate to bring back the property to its state when it is lost or damaged. Okay. I see. So now let's say that you've been able to identify the values, the correct values to insure. What happens if I insure above the correct value? Thank you. This, let's say the required value. This is also another very interesting angle. If you insure above the required value, well, insurance would let you pay a premium, all right. But let's note that the purpose of insurance is not to profit. Okay. The purpose of insurance is to put you back to your financial position just before the loss. So that is what we term as indemnity. Okay. We are indemnifying you. And so when there's a loss, the question we have to ask ourselves is what will be the amount needed to put you back to the financial position before the loss? Mm. So if it is a building, what was the value of the building prior to it getting burnt? If the value was 700000 but you insured it for $1 million, 
what insurance will do is that they will pay you 700,000 because that is the value needed to put the property back to its state prior to the loss. And so if you insure more than the value that should be insured, when there's any loss, insurance company will pay you the value that is needed to restore or reinstate your property. I see. Okay, so irrespective, if, if you insure beyond the required value, insurance will still pay you the required value. Yes. What happens if you insure below the required value? This is also very interesting because if you insure below the required value, interestingly, there's some element of punishment in there. <laughs> that is why I said it's very interesting. The if first you, one... If you insure above, we don't have a problem. If it is below, you'll be punished. But why doesn't the, 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 the insurer, the policyholder, rather punish the insurance company? I mean... Uh, because the purpose of insurance is to put you back to the position okay, you okay. were before the loss. If you insure more than, we'll be glad. We'll need money. <laughs> but where it happens that you insure below the value that should be insured, in the policy document, there's a condition that we, is referred to as the average clause condition. Okay. And this condition says that if you insure at the time of the loss, if the value of the property is higher than the value you insured it for, or which would term as the sum insured, okay. the insured or the owner of the property would be the, the insurer for their own difference. Mm. And then they will bear a rateable proportion of the loss. And so let me give a typical example. The value of your property was 100000 but you insured it for 50000 Okay. And you suffered a loss of 10,000 CDs. Okay. Ordinarily, the loss of 10,000 is not up to 50,000. Yes. So the expectation is that the insurance company should pay for the 10, full 10,000. Assuming there's no excess on the policy. Mm -hmm. But what this condition is saying is that at the time of the loss, the insurance company would then value the property. Mm-hmm. And if they get to know that the value was 100,000 and it was insured for 50,000, mm -hmm. then the average clause will apply. So it will be the sum insured over the value that should have been insured times the loss amount. So, so in this it case, will be 50,000 over the 100,000 you should have insured times the loss, which is 10,000. So you pay 5,000. So the insurance company will pay 5,000. So that is why I said if you insure below the right value, you'll be punished. I think this is food for thought for a lot of people who have a fire insurance policy and yeah. decide to choose their sum insured haphazardly. Thank you for taking time to listen. We are Bima Advisors, insurance professionals with a passion to train and educate on insurance-related issues. If you have any doubts or questions concerning anything insurance, do not hesitate to send us a message via email on info at bimaadvisors.com. 